I was uh, recording a video for something for work uh, this week Ooh. on my iPad. It's kind of like this sort of like how-to style video. <laughs> so half of it is just me like filming myself with my camera and I'm like explaining something. What's up guys and welcome to another episode of How Kevin Does This. <laughs> no, but it's kind of like here's how you use the, the product uh, that we made. Nice. And uh, the other half is just like a screen recording where I like show people like people how to do things um and so i had to do like some uh how do you call this like dubbing basically myself because the yeah. the audio from the camera is terrible and so i had to like record stuff like so you had to re-record all of your audio yeah like while you can see the video like on top of the video yes yeah exactly oh no this is already like the wrong way to approach this problem <laughs> that's really bad but what else am i supposed to do re-record the video with you know better microphone but how though like the only mic i have is this or airpods but i didn't want to have airpods in my ears because that's ugly and I sure as hell didn't want to have a mic. Why didn't you use that microphone? Well, because it's, it's supposed to be like a professional video. It's like a thing that will be seen by the world, you know? So I wanted to just look like I'm talking to you, the audience. Like, you know, you're sitting in my, in my living room. <laughs> and I'm having a conversation about how this thing works. <laughs> Hi. Um, Thanks for joining me in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways... Um, I don't really have any software to edit video on my Mac and mm. I feel like, uh, what, like Final Cut and these kinds of uh, programs like are, are so like heavy and install a bunch of shit on your, on your computer and so expensive and all this for just this like one little video. Um, and so I decided to use my iPad and my trusty Luma Fusion to do all of the editing which you've used in the past right so you were which i've used in the past yeah to make uh, videos for montreal design club and so use that it actually worked really well <laughs> as always yes. uh other than the fact that it's a little bit fiddly sometimes like as you're trying to move stuff around the timeline like getting it mm. just right where you want it like sometimes you realize uh those those meaty fingers <laughs> are not precise enough uh which Surprise, surprise. Wouldn't it be great to have a trackpad on the iPad? <laughs> um, but the second thing I noticed is how, like, even if you connect the mouse, which I did uh, on my iPad, um, you can't really, like, click and drag or command, like, click multiple things to select multiple, uh, you know, like, these time... I don't know how you call it. Like, not a timeline. Right, like clips the, in a timeline. The clips, yeah, exactly. Right. So that's an interesting thing. And I, I've seen that uh, all the iWork apps added that functionality, but it seems like all the apps have to manually support that themselves. Oh, so LumaFusion hasn't you know, updated their app yeah. to support that. Um, but I don't know how much of that is just like oh yeah like just implement the multiple selection api yeah i think it's it's probably much more of a custom thing it's it's interesting how like in the on the ipad as soon as you bring a well-known you know input device like a mouse and a trackpad but especially like a mouse then all of a sudden like all of this baggage like that you just expect from a computer now, because you're using the same input device, like you expect that, like the multiple selection, like the, you know, click and drag to 
create that window, you know, yeah, the little square to select a bunch of stuff. And like, and it, but the OS was not ready for that. So it's like, oh, I guess it's not just adding a cursor. It's also adding all of this other behavior that users expect um, to, to be able to do with it with the cursor. Totally. Hmm. Yeah. So I think we'll see hmm. a lot more stuff like this. That's just like you you don't even think about on the Mac. Like, of course I can select multiple things. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you go to the iPad and you're like, oh. Hmm. Um, but anyways, I was bringing all of this up because um, I did do a little bit of like audio recording in Ferrite. Uh, on the ipad (laughs) because i was like well i'm already using this thing so might as well you know right (laughs) isn't it a beautiful mess (laughs) oh oh my goodness (laughs) like (laughs) i was i was stuck in a project and i literally did not know how the hell the hell do i get out of here like oh yeah it's a little check mark in a a file difficult like so complicated oh my goodness it's so powerful but like Uh holy cow like how did they design this app? This is really crazy. Um, so I totally understand, like, when you were saying on Twitter that you would love, you'd love to redesign this app. Yes. Yeah. Please add it to my it's list, It's very high on my on my list. It's like, how come? <laughs> because, like, the, it's so powerful, but so bad. It's, like, it's so easy to do a better job. And I and it's not that it, it's an easy job and they messed it up. It's like, sure, it's a... You know, it's not a trivial UI to come up with. It's very powerful, and you have to balance that complexity, but also ease of use and yada, yada. But they did such a bad job. That, like, there's so much room for improvement that, yeah, it's very high on my list. Yeah, Still to I- this day, in where, you know, I've edited, at this point, I want to say, actually, I don't know, like five, six layout episodes. When I create a new project, like, I can't from that, I don't know what you call it, like the library view project list whatever in where it mixes audio files but also projects you can't create a project like an empty project so because what i wanted to do is i create an empty project and then from the files app drag our our tracks our audio right. files. boom simple but you can't create a, an empty one so <laughs> what i had to do is maybe i guess Sometimes I drag both of the files and then try to select all the files and say new project from file, from selection. It's still, like, it's still not intuitive, even, you know, after hours spent on that app. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. It's really bad. Um, But, like, to me, it falls under the category of an app that's trying too hard. (laughs) Like, a lot of the, just, like, default basic ios things like just use just use normal like you know navigation bars with normal buttons and like a lot of it will would just be solved like by just having like the most boring app like flow Mm -hmm. ever like it doesn't need to be complicated like just just leave it like as simple as possible and it'd be way better but no like they're like what about custom fonts and what if like we have this like (laughs) crazy weird complicated ui to do this very simple thing like oh god and and to balance this out with also some you know positive things uh sure i think the basics they just missed it like ah damn it you should revisit that um but on the other on the other end on the other extreme like very advanced custom gestures and stuff they actually got some right like so for example Mm -hmm. if you're using your apple pencil to edit like on a timeline you can do stuff like if you do like a horizontal um what do you call that with a pencil like not a 
not drawing, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah, what, what do you call it? So it's not a swipe. It's not a slide. A line. <laughs> Draw a line. line? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we need a better system. Uh, sure, if you draw stroke, a line. A brush stroke. <laughs> pencil stroke. <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> if you, whatever. If you use your pencil from left to right. I feel like we might have a show title in there somewhere. <laughs> from left to right, you can do stuff like it's a selection. But if you do from right to left, it's like delete this area. You know, and it can be actually pretty precise because, again, you have the pencil. Um, so, like, once you first become aware of these and then customize it to your own needs and then become, you know, custom to it, it's actually a pretty cool workflow. Um, anyway, anyway. I don't know why. Okay. Nice. Wait. Anyways, uh, to close this chapter on, like, <laughs> complexity in apps, um, I have to say, like, there's an app that I use like not super frequently but i think it has to be like one of my favorite ios apps and i realize i've never really talked about it um and and for the most part it's not super interesting like most people are not gonna go and run and and get it but i actually like recommend people go and like even just look at the screenshots and to be fair like they made it a little bit more (gasps) okay i know what you're fussy in in like the latest couple of updates it used to be like the most like stock ios app you've ever seen in your entire life like nothing custom like just basic 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 like very limited functionality don't say don't say it it just had like one job and it did it well and and i still think that holds to this day all right are you gonna guess what it is i I don't think you're gonna i was pretty I was pretty confident that I, you know, I, I knew whatever you were talking about. Okay. But then on. halfway through, when you start saying it started as the most stock one, I'm like, oh, I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Damn it. Do I, do I have multiple tries well, or, or just one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have infinite okay. tries because you're not going to get it. Is it <laughs> 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 wow. Uh, is, it, is it Pinterest? Ah, I didn't really like Pinterest, but it's yeah, it is not perfect. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wasn't sure if it was very stocky. I didn't. Damn it! Okay, you know what? I might as well give up already. <laughs> yeah. I what I think about one. Pinterest is, I think Pinterest is such a beautiful app. Like it just doesn't mm. get credit for all the beautiful transitions and like even mm. how it looks on the iPad is like is it new totally custom morphic? Not at all. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's very very simple, but just very nice, and it's it's making different decisions than the os it's mm-hmm. pinterest is almost like the opposite of the app i'm going to talk about but both of them are good it's like you've got the simple but good simple but bad and then you have comp like very different but bad and very different but but good <laughs> so basically Jesus. pinterest is very different from the system but good <laughs> uh but i'd say like most of the apps that are very different from the system end up being in the bad category Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways the app i'm talking about is shareworks <laughs> what the hell yeah exactly that's what i was expecting so basically it's kind of nerdy but it's an app to manage your stock options <laughs> um and it's kind of like a banky style app uh and it automatically kind of like integrates is it robin hood whatever the, the, that popular one yeah but not really like this is basically i don't know which kind of banks that they they're part of but anyways it's, okay. it's just like the thing that is you will use like i i don't have a choice to use most different apps for this like this okay, is like the app for the service but it's so like 
clear and so simple. It shows like you open the app and it's like, here's how much you, you're allowed. <laughs> and here's how much you have that still vesting. Here's a nice graph. You can see like how the stock is going up and down and you can see like a nice kind of progress of like a month per month. Like it's so clear, so simple. It doesn't need to be fancy. It doesn't need to get any more crazy than this. And honestly, like even though they have, they've added like custom fonts and they've, you know, shuffled some stuff around a little bit, like it still maintain its purity of just like the simple core idea of what this app should be. And I just think that's, that's such a beautiful example of like an app that's like confident in what they are. And it's like, no, like we don't need to be like crazy and complicated and add all these mm. features. Like we're literally just like there to show you how much you have for, for these kinds of things. So yeah, shout out <laughs> to uh, ShareWorks. Probably don't get a lot of love on design, <laughs> design podcasts these days, but I appreciate Share it. Share works. I've never heard of this. Yeah. So anyways, I'll, I will have show notes uh, and maybe some screenshots. I think I see my, it. Uh, I, uh, for obvious reasons, can't share my own screenshots, but uh, they have some on there. Okay. If, uh, oh my God, Kevin. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's really good. It's really good. So first of all, can I start with the logo? With a another uh, logo. Can I start with the icon? The Go app icon? It. It's an S, but I'm pretty sure it's it's like upside down. <laughs> oh yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> uh okay. Well yeah, it, it is very simple. It's like a card based thing as well. It reminds me of like for some reason. Remember um what was that thing like the kind of like bootstrap for web? There was another one also pretty popular. It was blue. I'm totally the wrong person to ask about these because I've never used any single one of them. You never used Bootstrap on the web? Heck no. I always hated Bootstrap. (laughs) It was like, hey, please, like, import these, like, hundreds of lines of random CSS into your code base. Like, hell no. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not surprised that I haven't used it, like, personally. I was a 960 grid kind of guy. Do you remember that website? I don't know if it's still up. Foundation. That's the name of the other one. Sorry. Uh, um, yeah, no, well, never mind. Uh, no, I mean, okay, now I can't get past this bootstrap thing. It's not that you willingly like wanted to use it. It's just like, well, I guess you haven't worked in agencies for a long time. Like, I worked in multiple bootstrap, uh, bootstrap sites. Actually, like, part of the Netlify app, when I joined, you know, it was mostly coded by my CEO. Uh, it was mostly bootstrap. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape bootstrap. Anyway, okay, uh, let's move on. Um, oh, wait, but there's one thing I want to talk about. <laughs> so the whole reason why I started this conversation. Is this a show? This is I was show. about to forget. Yeah, this whole show is just like, it's like a, a Russian doll <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> of topics. Um, so the reason why I want to talk about this is that I I was like, okay, so wait a minute. I can plug this mic into the iPad and record audio on the mm-hmm. iPad. And I can mm-hmm. take this iPad and I can do like Google Hangout calls on this mm-hmm. iPad. And that works fine. And so I was like, but wait a minute. Like, couldn't we? I think we could record a, a layout episode on this, right? Like I could have... Ferrite on one side, and that could have Hangouts on the other. And I think the no. one limitation is there would not be um, video. But I seem to no. be doing. 
able to do a hangout and record at the same time. Unless something changed and I'm not aware of, uh, only one app at a time can take the input from a microphone mm, in this case. Okay. So if you're recording with Ferrite, then Hangouts couldn't use your microphone. And, oh, and any okay. microphone. So it's not even you could use maybe the built-in for Hangouts and then the, 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 you know, the USB mic. Hmm. So if we wanted to record this show on an iPad, um, I'm pretty sure that the best way to do it would be you would have two apps, like Split View. One would have Ferrite recording your audio, and you would plug your microphone to the iPad. On the, in the other one, maybe Notes or like a Safari thing, right? right? Um, and then we would have to use, let's say, our iPhone to to talk to each other. Right. So it's not perfect, uh, and you do need two devices. <laughs> but I think that that... You know, if we want to do that, and I, hey, I'd be down. Maybe next week we could try. Hmm. Uh, and if next week there's no episode, you know, what, know why. You know why. <laughs> uh, we could try, but uh, and, and we'll report back. So you, okay, so, yeah, I'd be uh, curious. I, w- I do want to try it because it, it looked like it would work to record, but maybe the thing I didn't realize is that uh, uh, Hangout didn't show any audio. Hmm. Didn't get any audio. Uh, again, uh, I'm pretty sure this is like a limitation at the OS level. I mean, yeah, I'm if if it's a limitation, it's at the US level. I think apps would <laughs> wanted to fix it, um, but but uh, yeah, hey, I would be surprised if they that would be fixed uh, on iPad OS fourteen, whatever the next version. Right. It, it it sounds like a low hanging fruit if they want to, especially on iPad Pro. If you really want to market it as a Pro machine, and then you can't <laughs> use audio in two different apps, then. Hmm. Oh my god, there's two Kevins. Can you hear me? We're doing a live test here. <laughs> yeah, that works. I can do a hangout on my iPad and Whoa. record in Ferrite at the same time. Whoa. The true power of multitasking. <laughs> what the hell? There you okay, go. Okay, th- this is incredible news. I was not aware of this. Yeah. Yeah, let's try it. It just works. <laughs> let's try it next week then. Boom. Okay. It works. Famous last words. <laughs> Play this clip next week, and the episode is only this. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking first. of uh, iPads and uh, things, uh, you know I'm totally off Dropbox now. Like, I saw that in the notes, and I was like, uh-huh. "Oh God, this is gonna be a big, it, big conversation." <laughs> no, no, no. I, actually, I, I would argue the opposite. It is not even a topic, so that's why I'm bringing it up right now. In okay. The, is this a show? Part of the show. Uh, I, you know, since um, since we recorded last week, and we were like, oh, this iCloud folder sharing thing is now a thing. It's shipped. Let's try it instead of Dropbox. And uh, we did. And we had a couple of hiccups. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to see if I can live without Dropbox. Uh, so I uninstalled both on my Mac and uh, my iOS devices. And like, I didn't uh, cancel my subscription <laughs> think of this you know how you have like a free trial this is like the opposite it's a paid and trial to like cancel <laughs> 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 this is like a trial to see if i don't need it so right. i still have it so if anything happens i can still either install it again or go in the web interface and get my files but uh it's been a week uh i mean granted i just realized that i don't really use it that much like you know what dropbox offers and so so, so far it it works. I mean, you know, we'll see. But 
See, there's no discussion. That's it. That's, that's, that's the whole. <laughs> no. Topic. Okay. Wait. So when we started using it last week for the show, you were like, "Hey, like iCloud Drive didn't work, so let's use Dropbox for this." Like, uh-huh. what changed? <laughs> um. So there was a bug, you know. So <laughs> iCloud, in, in typical Apple fashion, is very hard to debug. Like, if something goes wrong, you're like, you have no, no tools at your disposal to either understand what's going on like what's wrong and also how to fix it so on your mac if if you drag any files or if you do anything in the icloud drive and it's syncing either downloading or uploading any file in the finder in the sidebar next to icloud drive you will see a little like circle you know filling circle to show you the 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 upgrade the update the progress and if you click on that like if you hover that circle uh, changes to a, like a info icon and if you click on that it will see like a progress bar saying downloading x files or uploading x files whatever <laughs> x files not the <laughs> x stands for a number uh, and so what happened was when we were sharing those files uh, our, our files from last last week's recording um it got stuck the upload and i would click on the little info thing it would say you know uploading three files and it was just stuck and at that point i have i there's nothing i can do i can't really force or cancel the upload or retry or whatever <laughs> so i restarted my computer and i uh, nothing like nothing would fix it eventually the next day it was fixed and in <laughs> since then nothing like that has happened again but yet. <laughs> yet i'm sure <laughs> okay well we'll see i i like having mm-hmm. you as the guinea pig for this <laughs> i totally don't have the courage to to try it i do mm-hmm. have to say though that like even as we use it for layout stuff it does seem like reasonably fast especially compared mm-hmm. to notes notes is absolutely terrible oh, in terms of syncing for garbage. anything mm-hmm. um it really is just like a dumpster fire uh, but this actually seems pretty reliable. Like I can see things on my iPad. Like as soon as I put them in the in the folder, and like things seem to be relatively mm-hmm. smooth. But uh, I still think that it's a bold move. Well, I mean, it's not it's not that bold because I can I have a way out. Like I can still just install Dropbox. Right. Um, like I said, I didn't. My files are are still there, so it's 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 actually. You know, it's not that risky. But okay, so here's two things that annoy me so much. I think uh, this whole iCloud drive lifestyle <laughs> uh, works way better. It's way more convenient on iOS because the Files app is pretty simple, and it, you know, it's kind. Of, it was kind of designed and built around. I think when when Apple started working on the Files app for iOS, iCloud Drive existed. It was a thing that you know they had mm-hmm. in mind. So they kind of designed it not around it, but with it in mind. Right, uh, and also. It doesn't hurt that all of the Dropbox and like external syncing sync providers don't really work well with the Files app. It's it's a, it's a nightmare. <laughs> um, but on the Mac, like Finder was not really ready for the iCloud thing. It's very interesting to see how Dropbox, a third party solution uh, that had to integrate with Finder, you know, being a third party app, like actually I think did a better job than apple is doing with this native solution so for example if you share a folder on icloud drive like like we are doing um like on the finder on the finder is that how you say it on finder on the finder (laughs) 
<laughs> Whatever. And we're uh, calling it iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> These are not three different finders. Are you getting it? Um, anyway, every single... So we are sharing a layout folder. And inside the folder, we have like archive, the current episode, other and whatever. There's a bunch of subfolders. In every single file and folder, like after the name of the file or folder, it says added by me or added by Kevin. Oh, like yeah. Every single <laughs> file. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so annoying. Um, and also, if you want to share a single file, like you want to get a URL to share a, a file with someone... Um, in Dropbox, if you have Dropbox installed, you right-click and there's like actions or whatever and you can get copy f- f- folder link or copy whatever or share this with someone. So in iCloud, you would have to right-click, go to share, and then what? Add people. To- <laughs> Add people <laughs> to the file. And then it will, it will give this terrible like sharing thing like iMessage or copy link or whatever if you click copy link it will ask you to add like someone's email address or whatever it's infuriating like how is this the the native simple apple solution it's yeah all the things you mentioned are terrible but i would say the number one thing that would drive me crazy is how you have all the app folders in the same Mm. big folder as the rest of your iCloud drive stuff like, I feel like right. the only way, like, if I did this, which probably you're doing as well, is like, I would have one folder that maybe I call, like, Dropbox, <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, have, like, pin that as a folder in, uh-huh. in my sidebar and only access things through there, because I don't never want to see those app folders. Mm-hmm. So, I'm doing something very similar. I'm not okay. calling Dropbox. Uh, <laughs> what I'm doing is, I'm just, I moved most of, well pretty much all of the subfolders that were previously under Dropbox, I just moved it to my documents folder. Mm. Um, and that's it. And then I just added a bunch of like layout and my own like hand mirror right now has like shortcuts in or favorites in the sidebar. So yes, like you don't want to see, you don't want to go to the root iCloud drive folder because <laughs> oof, scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad in there. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, keep us updated on how things are going. We'll do. And uh, I guess if there's no new episode next week, we'll know it's why. because we're recording on the iPad and or uh, iCloud Drive. Famous. Testing all the <laughs> Apple products. <laughs> there's a lot that can go wrong next week. <laughs> and I'm being very optimistic about this week. You know, There's still time for stuff to go wrong. But <laughs> and now that I think about it, there's like such a high pressure for us to release an episode next week. <laughs> it's been so bad at <laughs> no. it lately that i know who knows hey look at this it's like around 20 minutes in and it's time for a follow-up tell us about hand mirror so last week uh, we talked about hand mirror i shifted the app and then um two things that uh that warrant this follow-up thing here uh one i said that i tried to upload it to the mac app store and it was rejected twice because it was too simple and uh, number two uh kevin kind of bullied me into like fixing this bug and don't <laughs> wait for the mac app store just fix this annoying bug um so as follow-up uh first i fixed that bug um i hope <laughs> uh anyway sorry uh, and so and the other thing is uh now it's on the mac app store i've added like as many quote-unquote features that are really not features but as many stuff that I could think of at the time and I could realistically ship 
that and again that that would fit the scope of like a week's worth of work uh a week you know on the side this is not my main gig so anyway i've uh, added a preference uh window and you can change a couple of things including changing the the the, the icon uh, you know <laughs> it's just like what else can i do here i guess icons um i've added a way to to change the behavior that we also have mentioned here so uh originally if you clicked away from the from the popover it would dismiss it but some people actually asked me and that was the original behavior during development uh it would stay open um and uh what else did i do added login i did that and yep. i checked that checkbox lunch at login. <laughs> boom thank you and uh probably something else that i'm forgetting oh and the size of the thing some people asked it to be bigger which was like oh, really fine i did uh, also check that i'm using the do you have it bigger yeah, I'm using the medium option right now. Okay, it's well, good. I have a nice big display here. <laughs> I want to okay, see myself that's up close. Enough. That's the <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, I still use it like as the the original icon and the small size. Actually, in, in, initially I used like the what now is the small as the medium, and I tried to do uh, some even smaller, but it, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> no one. It's not useful to anyone. Um, Oh, actually, so my app, uh, when I, I pushed it to the Mac App Store, it was accepted, finally. And then before I... It was late at night here, so I, I wanted to wait until the next day to tweet about it uh, and also just have a bit more time to make sure nothing was on fire. Um, and it was, so I shipped, in the meantime, two other updates to fix something. Mm-hmm. And on the third update, or two of the third App Store submission, let's say, uh, it was rejected. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> No. no, I was in what happened. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it was like the, the smallest bug fix ever. I'm like, really? You're going to reject me now? <laughs> um, and it was because I included in the description of the app. So I, I start the description with a quote from uh, the Verge article. Um, I'm paraphrasing. It says something like, oh, this is really useful now, especially now that I'm having a bunch more video calls because of the whole uh, coronavirus situation. Uh, They rejected it because it included the word coronavirus. Right. Um, So I'm like, not a problem. I'll just remove that part from the quote. Um, And that got in. So apparently last week, because I mentioned that, okay, I'm going to fix it. And then, you know, then I did. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Try to keep this streak, and I'm going to announce something here that hopefully will, Ooh. you know, make me accountable, and you know, just make me actually do it. Worldwide exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> uh, one one feature that almost made it um, to the 1.2 update uh, is the ability to detach the window from the popover, um, and this was Sam Sam Sofa's idea. And uh, at the at the beginning, I was like, but why? Like, you know, you're hopefully just using this to check yourself real quick or whatever. Um, but if you can detach the window, the popover, and you keep that that behavior of like only close when I actually hit close, uh, you could have a always on like view of the camera mm-hmm. um, that you can drag around and put it whatever you want. Uh, and also because of how the NS popover. Um, you know, class works for some reason. It stays in front of everything else. Oh, okay, nice. which is interesting. So um, that was like something that I really wanted to ship, and it was super easy to implement. But by default, it adds a little, like a, the smallest icon I've ever seen, <laughs> the smallest 
uh, hit target, <laughs> uh, hit area uh, of a, like a close button. And this is like by default. This is ZOS's default thing. But for some reason, like it has, it's like a circle with an X in it, like, you know, the, the cross. Yeah. But like the, it has a background in the shape, like of the, of a square shape. So you can see like bleeding out of the circle, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's very weird. I, that, that close button, I cannot style it. I mean, yet I'll, I'm trying. That's why I didn't ship it because that close button is horrendous. Hmm. I'm going to try to get a screenshot so I can show it to you. Um, you know what? I'll do it later because I don't want to open Xcode and melt my computer. <laughs> but it's very annoying. But anyway, that's like a feature that I'm working on and might be cool. Uh, and after that, honestly, I have no other planned features. I hopefully I'll time be to retire. Done with. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> with all the millions that I made of this free app. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that is an interesting question, though. Like, why not make it a paid app? Like, even if it was 99 cents, I'm sure many people would still get it. Uh, um, listen, I'm not, like, I'm not a programmer. I, like, I'm not <laughs> confident that this is quality Says the guy code. who just made an app. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, again, I, I, I say that I'm not a programmer, but I know how to code. And I, I you know, I stand by it. <laughs> like... If I charge for this, I am raising the standard, like the expectations of people. Like, oh, I'm paying for this, and then the people who will buy it will feel entitled to have whatever they think they want. Right? I paid for this. How dare you not build more features or fix? I mean, I this did bug. request a bug fix. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Imagine if you paid ninety nine cents for wow. it. Wow. <laughs> you wouldn't shut up. Prime delivery of my bug fixes. <laughs> yeah, you 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 would you would tweet at me like you know mean things publicly. I, I expect <laughs> you to like remote log into my computer and then download the update for me. <laughs> yeah, jeez. So you know, it's just like it's not. It's so simple and it's whatever. I don't I don't feel like it's worth. So here's one thing though. Um, not sure if I mentioned this on uh, on the show last week, but um, you know Dustin Dustin Senos yep. on Twitter. Uh, so Dustin was one of the few people who reached out to me and said, Hey, by the way, how can I, you know, support you or like whatever. And I'm like, nah, it's fine. I, I really don't want that. Um, I don't want money for this. He's like, no, but seriously. So I did add a thing in the website at the end. Um, and I'm going to read, I said, uh, so the question is, it's a FAQ. So the question is cool, cool. Can I send some money your way? And, uh, I wrote, uh, okay, Dustin, the app is free for a lot of reasons, and I wouldn't feel comfortable charging you money for it. But if you really want to support my work, consider donating that money instead. We are living in a weird time, and a lot of people could use a hand right now. Nice. If you're donating money and still want to send money my way, feel free to use PayPal or Cash, and I will make sure to help out someone in need. Also, you are a kind person, and I love you. Um, I stand by it. So anyway, I got I got a couple donations. It was it was it was sweet. It was it was good. Nice. Um, so, so I'm I'm happy. Honestly, I don't want to charge uh, people for this. Nice, that's awesome. And in terms of usage, are you able to see like how many people download the app and stuff? I don't know if that's I, something you want to share, but I'm oh I'm curious to to know. Yeah, no, I have no problems. Uh, so the problem right now is that my downloads are broken into Mac apps uh, okay. and you right. know and and the the app the the website. Sorry. Um, which, you know, now it pains me because, of course, most of the people downloaded through the website when mm. it came out. Um, but, like, I have no way of telling those people, like, please download it on the Mac App Store from now on. 
and also right. you'll get an update and stuff. Um, I have no way of reaching. I have no email address, nothing. Um, so you know, it is what it is. I can tell you that I can tell you the analytics right now. So I've got um, seventy thousand downloads on a website. What? <laughs> wow! And and on the Mac App Store, which again was like, I've lost all the buzz by then, uh, and I only like tweeted like four hundred downloads on the on the App Store. Okay, so nice. you know, of course, most was on the website, but right, it's. It's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wow. happy to see So there's 70,000 people out there that have an app icon with your face on it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind that me. That is pretty amazing. <laughs> Don't Love remind it. me. Yeah. Um, anyway, impressive. okay. Uh, that's that's it for the Hammer update. Thanks for, you know, thanks for hearing me out. Uh, if you download it before from the website, please download, uh, download it from the Mac App Store. Not only will you get more updates, but also, well, you get an update already because it has more features and stuff. Um, yeah, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, you started playing Uncharted 4. We talked I about did. it here yeah. last week. Okay. Is, is this my gaming corner? <laughs> uh, it's one of the corners. You have several. <laughs> it's a All rounded right. corner. Nice. Yeah, so I did start playing it. Um, I can't say that I've played played it for many many hours yeah but um i've at least started at the beginning of the game uh very cool i really like how this game integrates these sort of like story moments with interactive things Mm -hmm. and i like how they also uh, sort of change like the um i don't know how you call this but like it feels like it's not always kind of like the same style of controls like you're like swimming underwater, like you're controlling a mm. boat, or you're like mm-hmm. fighting with someone with bare hands, or you're it's a very diverse shooting with guns. Type like, of gameplay. Yeah, like there's lots diverse of gameplay, different yeah. types of gameplay. Uh, and I think that's super nice. And that like really switches things up. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to see how this game will evolve. Like, is it going to keep the like v- very, you're very like on rails kind of flow of the game because right now it really feels like i'm walking from point a to point b in between like the (laughs) the various movies that are playing Mm -hmm. um so we'll see if that keeps going but i i I have to say like i think it's it's very clever in the way that it's done and even like this the story is seems really compelling so far like Mm -hmm. for for a video game i find a lot of other games are kind of you know this like for example like even spider-man was just kind of like you know like it's a, it's like a baby story <laughs> whereas this like mm-hmm. they really try to establish like the char- the characters and like their motivations and like mm-hmm. where they're going so yeah i think it's it's really good i'm liking it so far and doesn't it look amazing yeah it looks looks fine <laughs> um oh, okay. wow <laughs> well it's a, look okay so i i played spider-man as like kind of right, the first yeah, game I that guess. i played which looks incredible like at all times um so i think, think this... spider-man looks better than this one than uncharted 4 well maybe we'll see like how how this goes like maybe later okay. on throughout the game like it's nicer i think it, I, I would say it's fine um okay like when the game came out it was right it just blew me away yeah like uh, i'm i'm sure like if they had released this game today then it, like the graphics would have been like out of this world um, yeah. But I I feel like I can tell a difference that it's like a couple of years old. Interesting. 
Um, and, and like just knowing that in Spider-Man, like there's several moments where I'm just like, holy shit, like this is so beautiful. <laughs> um, and I feel like I haven't really gotten that yet. But again, like I really like the diversity of like the kind of landscape that you're in. Like, oh, you're underwater. Oh, you're like in this like really nice. Uh, I don't I don't even know how to call it. I, I don't even know where it is, but on this sort of like island looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot of, of like diversity in terms of like the, yeah. the map. Scenarios <laughs> so and like gameplay. Yeah. Where, where you're at. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, one thing that to keep in mind as you're playing this game is that it's Uncharted 4. So, you know, there's... <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm really curious to... And we can talk when, when, you, when you beat the, beat the game. But, like, from... This, this is your first Uncharted, right? I assume. Yep. Uh, so you're new to the, to the franchise. So Uncharted 4 was interesting because it was, like... So we had Uncharted 1, 2, 3 uh, that was released in the PlayStation 3. And then um, and then The Last of Us was like the last uh, Naughty Dog game in the PlayStation 3. And then when the PlayStation 4 came out, first thing was like a, they remade The Last of Us. And then they remastered all the Uncharted's. But suffice to say that it took a long time through you know the PlayStation 4 lifecycle until we actually got an, a sequel to mm-hmm. Uncharted. Um, so the audience who, you know, for the players who kind of grew up with, with Nathan Drake through the first three games, like we spent a long time without Nathan, <laughs> you know, away from Nathan in, in the, like the, how the game opens as you, as you, as you saw, it was like, it was this, Oh, Nathan Drake, he's retired and he's more of like a family man. And you can see that he still craves that lifestyle, that adventure, the sense of whatever, but now he's trying to settle into more like a normal, you know, life. And he has a, he has a wife with Elena and he has a house and stuff. And so then after when the first time you see Nathan in the present, he's like doing this underwater exploration thing. And you're like, Ooh, this is the Nathan Drake. I know mm-hmm. he's like underwater. He's probably looking for treasure. And then very slowly you realize, Oh, actually, no, this is a, a river, like in the city. He's actually, this is just a job. He's looking for whatever. And so you, you, it, it kind of tricks you into like, yeah, we're back into adventure mode with this character that you love. Right. But then actually, no, not really. And then I think it's the following scene in where Nathan is in the attic and you can see all of the treasures and like yep. props from older games. And he kind of like, he's playing around the like gun. trying to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's like, he's fantasizing with the old times. And honestly, also, are you the the player? You know, like, you know, it's like those throwbacks and just having fun for good old, you know, old times sake. Uh, so it's a very emotional thing. And then, of course, he plays uh, Crash Bandicoot, you know, and so and you yes, play that was the original so PlayStation awesome. 1 game. I really love that. <laughs> so it was like, just like a just like a slap of, in, the, in the face of nostalgia, <laughs> honestly, um, until the game actually, you know, kicks off. I don't know how far you are, but you know then then yeah you'll you'll get into it yeah i mean i'm in the series of flashbacks right now i think Mm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when he sees the the long lost friend (laughs) it's a lovely game i'm excited that you're enjoying it and uh yeah let us know when you know i guess i'll I'll, I'll check on you uh, every week totally yeah (laughs) you're still enjoying it or not nice 
Cool. Okay, that's it for follow up, and uh, that was it for the show. Just kidding. We still have a bunch of topics. Jesus, um, I, I've added this section in the show notes called COVID update. <laughs> I, it's more of a like, hey, how's it going? Are, are how are you holding up? Is everything okay? Yeah, I'm fine. How's it going? Everything's the same. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. What about you? Oh, uh, uh, you know, I have better weeks and worse weeks. <laughs> Uh, this week is definitely better. Uh, the weather here is incredible, and I've been like just, you know, I just lay uh, shirtless on the floor of my house like a <laughs> mad person, but just like trying to get you know <laughs> get some sun. Uh, and it's been great. Uh, so it's it's better. You know, anxiety is managed still. Uh, I've seen a lot of people like on Twitter. Just you know, it's not a cry for help, but yeah, it's okay. People, everyone, like to remind ourselves that. This is this is a weird time that we're living. It's okay to be stressed out. It's okay to like feel weird. And uh hey, if you're also like if anxiety makes you feel, oh no, is this uh pressure in my chest? Can I actually breathe? Oh no, like if you start oh, feeling God. symptoms, <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh hashtag same. I've definitely had that a, sometimes. Yeah. Not to not to like a, a super intense intent, mm-hmm. but Every time you like hear about the symptoms, or you like, or whenever I come back from like going to the grocery store, I'm like, I feel like coughing. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> is this shortness of breath? You're like, am I breathing normally? <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> yep, I I went for a run the other day, and um, you know how when you run, you like sometimes run out of breath. You know, you're like. <laughs> the most normal thing to happen if you're exercising but i'm yep. like oh no shortness of breath yeah my <laughs> I'm, God. Just, I'm doomed uh and of course that just creates more anxiety but hey you know it's okay people like just take deep breaths um not that deep uh, <laughs> a <little bit> less. <laughs> okay that yeah uh <laughs> and uh it's okay to ask for help it's okay to to, to vent on twitter it's okay to dm one um, either of us honestly Say hey Rafa or hey Kevin. Uh, yeah, man, I hear I, I hear you. Uh, I actually felt pretty shitty today. Um, honestly, I'm just saying this on this show right now because when I hear people like say these things, just share also how they're feeling, and if if somehow I can relate to that, it it helps me to know that this is not just me. Um, so yeah, that's one, what this. One is. thing I found is like I have. I mean, I think you said this, but like I have good days and and worse days. Like I don't think I have mm-hmm. bad days necessarily, but like sometimes I'm just feeling like I'm bored. I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen anything new. I've watched all of Netflix. Like <laughs> everything. I'm just like, mm. um, and I just I started just like observing that it's like, oh yeah, like today is just like that, and tomorrow's gonna be better, and I kind of like end up going through it. But yeah, I think it's it's interesting to me at least how it's affecting a little bit like I don't know if creativity is the right word, but um it's certainly affecting like how inspired I am, I find about things mm. like I in a just, good way or in a bad way. Huh? In a yeah, like in a bad way, I think you could say like mm. it I just feel like I just realized basically how much I draw inspiration even if it's in my own work from just things i see outside <laughs> mm, interesting um 
whether it's like really interesting architecture in a thing in a coffee shop or whether it's you know like thing like just go going to a store and like browsing browsing things and obviously a lot of the stuff that i do is through online stores but also it's it's interesting to see like how how entrepreneurs do their different businesses and like i don't know i just feel like there's a source of inspiration that i normally get that is missing and it's not the only source so it's not the mm-hmm. end of the world but i do feel like yeah like i am missing a little bit something here interesting and i think that's fine like that's just something to expect but yeah I've no interesting it. to see where we draw inspiration from it, like you said it's not just one place uh but it's yeah if somehow you know all of a sudden you stop having exposure to this one part of your life one side of the world how that then affects your creativity your mood your actually on the other side to of that is <laughs> i've seen a lot of people because they are now they have this new set of constraints uh you know they can't leave their apartment <laughs> uh i've seen a lot of interesting creativity as well from people that i wouldn't yeah normally see like just all of the this thing with zoom backgrounds you know, has been going around it's very fun to see all like just hey, i believe I'm, you're the instigator re- for all of this <laughs> no i just was riffing off whatever i was seeing you know just inspired by other people um but you know but even even like i've seen way more tiktoks this week than <laughs> ever <laughs> just mm-hmm. just on twitter not on actual tiktok because i'm not still don't get it but um it's it's been interesting to see that right so even like, for example, all of the the late night show hosts, you know, uh, now that they're forced to record their show from home, you know, I'm, I'm talking about uh, Seth Meyers and Trevor uh, Noah. Those are like my two favorites. Um, interesting to see them, you know, record the show from home. Uh, have you seen that? Like, uh, what was it called? the show called? Something Good News Only. Or I think, yeah, actually, I think that's the name. With John Krasinski. He's hosting this this um this weekly show from his apartment uh i think it's called uh, good news only but i can i'll leave a link in the show notes okay which is it, it was so heartwarming again like the title implies it's only good news is sharing like good news in the world um mm-hmm. i don't want to spoil anything because i wasn't aware of it and it was like the best surprise of that day it was the best uh-huh. thing i've seen the whole day but uh if you're a hamilton fan don't miss out episode two. <laughs> hmm. And I'm going to put a link, a link in the show notes. Incredible. But, you know, just seeing this new, all this creativity, uh, you know, just being born out of the fact that people have this whole new set of constraints, ensure that they're bored, ensure that in the case of the of the Trevor Noah's of the world, like they have a job and they, they have to work from them. They can stop, you know, they mm-hmm. can't stop making shows. Um, yeah. So. I think it's been interesting to see which ones of the the hosts like this rely so much on like the the kind of setup that the they audience. have. Like I would say, and I haven't seen the this week, but I've watched a couple of like Jimmy Fallon, for example. And it's like apologies if you if you really love him, and I think he does a fine job normally, but the shows he does at home. Not super interesting, I find. Like, 
kind of. Eh. Um, and the production quality is like I personally can't stand Jimmy Fallon. The production quality is a million times worse than any average YouTuber. Basically, yeah. like all the YouTubers are so much better. Um, so I think it is interesting. Like it's a it's a new world, and so we're gonna figure out like some new people will rise in this kind of setup. And other kind of people that were doing well before will maybe struggle a little bit more. Hopefully, they'll find their way eventually. But uh, one thing I've loved seeing is like, I'm seeing more and more artists just do like lives on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm a big fan of Miguel, and he did like a live set, just like randomly, like hey, like I'm gonna sing some songs on Instagram, and it's just so cool to get these sort of. It's like a live concert, you know, like right from your home. Um, and so these things, I think, are really nice, even though, you know, they're not groundbreaking or anything like that. But I haven't seen a lot of artists actually do this before. And I think that's, that's the interesting thing about this situation that we're in right now is like, you know, working from home, definitely not new. Like lots of people did it before. But now, like, we're... We're kind of it kind of forces that change and it forces us to move along and and get on with the program. Um, so yeah, I do think it's it's really interesting in that way. All right, we're one hour in. We still have a bunch of other topics on our list, but you know, let's not let's not drag this too much. Uh, there's one thing though that we I think both can't really skip. We have to talk about it. Um, just today, it was revealed um, the new. Uh, controller for the ps5 and um interesting <laughs> yeah what do you think about it uh i have a lot of thoughts okay. the playstation controller let's say has been relatively like unchanged throughout history right like yep. as soon as still in the ps1 days when they introduced the analog sticks it's been like you know that that basic shape has been around since uh, until today and sure they've uh, adjusted like the triggers and uh like just just overall like shape like how a bit slimmer or a bit chunkier <laughs> let's say and so i would say first of all this ps5 uh i think it's called dual sense uh controller which people listening to this like if you if you haven't seen it you know this doesn't make much sense so look at your phone or whatever you're listening to this i'm going to put this as the show cover or art whatever um if not click on the link Look at it first, and then come back. So, it's the biggest departure from from the from the original style ever. Uh, it's it's definitely like chunkier. It's primarily white, which the whole like color palette is it's like this stormtrooper thing. It matches the the PSVR aesthetic a lot. Yeah. Um, it's probably like you know uh, an iteration on that. Uh, it's a lot of people have been saying that it looks a lot more like like the the Xbox controller, which is very fair. Um, but somehow, you know, all the buttons are in the same place. Like it's you can tell that it's it's an iteration on the the DualShock Four. Uh, but I have I have like I'm excited. I want to I want to play with it. I'm sure uh, that it will feel better in the hand. Like the fact that it's chunkier, you know, usually it's a good thing. Um, but I have some, like I don't like the fact that they removed the colors from the you know the the X circle triangle mm-hmm. square button. That was such an iconic, not just it wasn't just part of the brand. 
the you know the 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 pink red uh, green and blue but it was also like you could make the association with the bu- with the button just based on color you know you know the blue button is the x yeah. button um, yeah i really think there's so- an accessibility thing there like even exactly. even like not just thinking about how um how i like f- associate like find the button like when i'm looking at the remote just mm-hmm. like when i see on the tv like the, and they show mm-hmm. a little symbol like they always do the colored symbol and so as soon mm-hmm. as i see something that's red i think oh that's a circle and like exactly. obviously i'm sure the games will still continue doing that and i'll still remember the colors but for anyone that's new to ps the the playstation like Isn't family be weird? they're not yeah. gonna know about this anymore yeah yeah so, exactly. Yeah, it's, it does seem like a decision that's be, been made more for aesthetics than anything else. Is this a Johnny so, Ive of, of PlayStation controllers? Do you think this is going to be, this is final, final, like that it's not going to change at all? So there's a precedent actually for completely changing the controllers that they revealed until the from, from the one that they shipped. So the PlayStation 3, uh, the first time we laid eyes on, on the hardware, uh, first it was silver, not black, the the color that eventually shipped, and the the controller was the like we call it the boomerang controller. Have, have you seen this? Oh wow! I'm just googling this. No way. What? Okay, uh, are you looking at it? Yeah. Yeah. So this <laughs> was crazy. <laughs> okay, people who haven't seen this, <laughs> this is like a, in the the E3 that they originally announced or revealed the PlayStation Three. I don't know when back when. Um, the controller that they, they 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 revealed is like this boomerang shaped. You know, again, still has the same buttons and some triggers in the basic place, but it's it looks crazy and it looks like a nightmare to hold. <laughs> <laughs> but so, of course, they didn't ship that one. They shipped effectively the same controller from the PS2, but wireless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was like the biggest. Even at the time, there was like controversy because so the the first controller didn't have a rumble pack, you know, it wouldn't vibrate. Mm. Um, and they tried to. Be, it was also they introduced a motion control, like uh, you know, like to compete with the Wii stuff on that generation. So initially, they said, "Oh, we had to remove it because it would interfere with our motion con- control thing." But of course, that was bullshit. They, they were just going through a, like a, a lawsuit or whatever with the the company that produced that part. So they eventually huh. had. Eventually, they got back the the rumble feature. Anyway, what? what Jesus! Um, all of this to say that there's a precedent for the changing the the design of the controller, um, but I think <laughs> PlayStation is a more mature platform and brand right now, unless they get a lot of backlash from this design, which I am not seeing. Um, this feel this looks fine. Yeah. Uh, if I had to bet, I would say. Yeah, maybe they'll tweak a thing or two, but this is effectively what they'll ship. And I'm excited. Again, I'm excited, but apprehensive, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think this looks great. <laughs> and it feels very much of a piece with the VR headsets. So, mm-hmm. like, immediately when I saw it, even if it's very different from their current controllers, it looks very PlayStation to me. Hmm. Like I, it, I just, what about it? Is it like the shape or the the, the colors? The, the shape, the colors, it? like the way that it uses like the white and black and the blue. Just immediately, I feel this like family resemblance with other hardware that they have. So, and, and in terms of look, I think 
this looks awesome. Like it looks kind of futuristic, but also doesn't look totally crazy like that boomerang thing. Um, I that the, but the reason I was asking like if they tend to change it is I could see how they could have like a modified version of this that has the colors on like the mm. the the buttons. And the the second thing that I find surprising is that the PlayStation logo is black, like black mm. on black. I feel like hmm, interesting. I like it personally. You <laughs> only see a hint of it. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like surely like the pressure to make the silver must be so high. So like this looks like a really interesting concept that they like show and they're like, hey, like wouldn't this be great? And then there's like 14 revisions and it's like, well, but maybe we should make the logo more visible and well, but I don't, don't think we should go away from the, the colored buttons and well, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'll be curious to see how this evolves, if it evolves at all. I I, I would also would not be surprised uh, if they have a black version. Like, surely, I mean, yeah. they, they always have colors uh, for these things. Right. So, right. like, probably not a shocker. But, like, is the white going to be the default thing that they ship with? Who knows? So you say that it looks PlayStation-y. And, I mean, I look at this and I immediately recognize, oh, this is a PlayStation controller just from the button layout and you know it has a triangle square accent circle and stuff but like my biggest gripe with this is the the colors in general the fact that the buttons are not don't have the color the fact that the color in the playstation logo like you mentioned like it's it's black on black like why it's harder to see and this is a button that is effectively like the home button you go to Mm -hmm. the menu um also the the icon like the logo is the button shape so it's not like a logo on a circle which is what you have today, which so, you know, it's harder to find and probably harder to press. Uh, And then at the end of the day, this controller is white. And, you know, if you had to think which one is the black controller and which one is the white controller, oh, the black one is PlayStation, the white is Xbox. You know, uh, that's usually that's how it goes. So I don't know. I think actually the new Xbox is going to be black so maybe they they made a pact and like <laughs> hey so for the next generation to keep things fresh can we just switch <laughs> um maybe but so like so honestly I, i've seen renders uh you know fan art <laughs> on reddit of like people making the spider-man controller actually it's pretty cool Ooh. um and i've seen one which is it's just like black on black with the colors back in, in on the buttons i'm gonna try to Look, 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 look for it and show it to you. And that is like a small enough of a of a change that I could see them doing before shipping. I don't know. I really like the the white one. I think it's good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, me too. Honestly, me too. And, and uh, so a couple of things that uh, we didn't mention. Uh, they're going to move to USB C. Thank God. No way. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Even on the and, front uh, of the the cons- the console. Like the port? Oh, interesting. Uh, so USB-C to USB-C? Yeah. Not sure, actually. I hope so, honestly. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> um, and, you know, they don't get to redesign their hardware like that often. Usually, I don't know, a console generation like that stays around, sticks around for five to ten years, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I do hope they go full USB-C. Uh, also, it has a microphone in the controller. Um, so... You don't have that today, which is so good news. Hmm. And also something that you can't see from the renders, but uh, eventually was confirmed 
that it does have the 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 headphone jack. So if you just want to plug in some headphones, which by the way is one of the greatest features of of these new controllers, uh, new you know modern controllers is that it could just plug in headphones. Who has headphones you can plug into things? <laughs> hey, I have it plugged in right. I only use the cable on the uh, you know the cord on my headphones for two reasons: to record this uh, and to plug it on the PlayStation, <laughs> like VR <laughs> or something. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so. Anyway, I'm excited. Like you said, I'm excited for something fresh, uh, but that that design is a classic, and I don't want them to screw screw it up. Um, oh yeah, we mentioned the the, the little share and options uh, icon uh, buttons, the little icon. Uh, that sounds crazy to me. These kinds of icons, because like, look, okay, I'm fine with them having some kind of icon to describe these, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. they want to make one set of these controllers and not have to make a ton of them and and printing the language should be different for all the different things like i get it but try describing like press on the buttons with three lines right <laughs> like it's just both of them have three lines <laughs> how, how can you oh no it's the it's the one on the top now you have to go like the left one the right one and are, are they gonna give it like a like the other like L one, L two, L three, L is L four and and R four or whatever these buttons. Mm. I don't know. I just think it's it's a unfortunate choice of icons there that just feels confusing for no good reason. So yeah, Sony has struggled with these two buttons forever. <laughs> Almost every generation, they change the name of the buttons, and like you said, they always had the actual label. You know, on the in the buttons, um, for PlayStation One and PlayStation Two, it was Start and Select. Um, on a PlayStation Four, it changed to Options and Share. And with this generation, and by the way, they were never localized, at least not in mm. Portugal. Uh, I don't think they were ever localized. So, I guess it it helped my you know five year old me to learn more English words. <laughs> um, because I was like, share? What is that? I had to look at the controller. Um, but but so, yeah, with this, is like, oh, we gave up. Actually, this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Even, I, I, I think they gave it a name. But, oh, yeah, they, they did. Wait, let me try to take this up. Because I know that they renamed the share button to something else. Uh, did you see the tweet that someone was like, it's the uh, untitled Goose Game button? Yes. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they're changing the name. Well, they can change it to whatever because now they they only have this weird ass icon that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, pff, I don't know. Uh, one last thing though that I have to say on this is uh, you know how on the PS4 controller you have the light bar effectively yes. facing the TV, right? On this one, they're changing it so it's it's way more subtle and it's just a light that will be like facing you and it's kind of like the like the 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 border, uh, you know, an outline of the trackpad, the middle section thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so my my question here is, I know that if you use PSVR, um, PSVR just uses a camera and looks for weird lights to track your devices, uh, including your your controller. So if with this new controller, there's, I don't think, at least from the render that I I can see, I don't think there's going to be any light facing the camera slash tv mm-hmm. 
So is this new controller incompatible with the current PSVR uh, thing? Good know. question. Yeah. I yeah, know. I don't know. Maybe they have some new way to identify those devices. Maybe. I actually don't even know if sensor? the current PSVR headset is compatible. I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, good question. It uses USB-A, so... <laughs> huh. You can know. always use it to get a dongle. <laughs> That's all you need. Man, there's already so many cables on that VR headset. That's that's what you need. More dongles. Need to get a new one that's wireless. <laughs> That'd be great. Hey, if they ship that with the PS5, that, pff, I would buy that in Not going to happen, but... I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, um, should we do recommendations before we go? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Do you want to start? Yeah, I didn't have like some very strong recommendations this week, but <laughs> there's just one thing I want to talk about quickly. So it could have been a topic, but I'll go in recommendation, recommend people to go check it out. So someone put together this uh, iPad main menu concept, um, and I know you've probably seen it, but um, maybe our listeners haven't. So it's basically this idea of like, what if there was something like the menu bar on the iPad? Like, obviously you wouldn't want something that's as tiny as the menu bar on the iPad because you're using it mostly with your fingers. And so what they've created is basically this icon that sits in your dock. And when you press on it, there's like a pop-up menu that that comes out. And then um, you can navigate like through all the different menus, like file, edit, view, so on and so forth, and then view the different options. And the idea is that it's a way to make the iPad a little bit more powerful and also expose a lot of the functionality that is sometimes a little bit hard to find. Um, so interesting concept, interesting ideas. Um, I'm not sure that I agree with how like the UI is laid out because it mm-hmm. is this very beautiful kind of UI. But um, if you notice in the screenshots, like you have app menu and you have like file edit format, then you tap that and that like sort of has an outline around that and then like opens up like a side panel. And I just feel like there's something about this that's that just breaks to me like what the mental model of like this a sub menu is a thing that comes out of the menu you've created. Like if you pull a menu down on the mac like it, it just it starts where the arrow is and you just get this connection immediately whereas this is kind of like a weird halfway like two-sided panel and then like if you have any other sub menus within that then it just like replaces the whole panel on the side anyways i think it's like a little weird in the way that they do it but i think what my recommendation is is go check out the website because the website is so nice. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. It really feel, honestly feels like a, an Apple website, to be honest. Um, and just the way that it's presented, I think, is really, really awesome. Um, and they probably put put in like as much effort into creating this website as they did <laughs> coming up with a, the UI. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really nice. And it's cool to see even more concepts coming out of how you can make the iPad more useful for more power user features. Yeah, plus one. This is an incredible uh, showcase of this uh, this idea. In the actual co- concept, uh, I think it, it, this, is a, this is a great work. Like, it, it, clearly this person thought about this problem and, and tried, honestly, try to solve the problem and not just 
make something fancy for dribble that like looks cool but in practice doesn't really work uh, i think a lot of thought and consideration was put into this and you can see it and it does solve like a lot of things that even i wouldn't expect like this one like this one thing to solve as many current problems that people feel using ipad os so it's really cool i think it's it's a good job there's a lot of like weird little things in the ui of that popover um that i that i would you know maybe think a bit more <laughs> try to solve it a different way for for me honestly the biggest um disconnect is that like how you summon it and where it lives it lives in the dock mm-hmm. it looks like an app but it doesn't behave like an app yeah. and uh in short it's at, like at the left you know top <laughs> in the left of the dock but still at, like that how you trigger and where it lives that is a thing that i feel like oof, i don't yeah i would i would need to to work more on this like rethink that that part of it um but it's a great job so this this project was created by alexander kaner uh as part of his uh, bachelor thesis um so you know he's a college student this is incredible uh and uh yeah like kevin said the the way he presented this amazing and i'm really happy to see this uh, gain as much traction as he did i i saw it everywhere on, on my twitter feed so good job cool uh all right well my recommendation is a bit different is for all of those all of you in quarantine wanting more stuff to watch um it's a show on netflix i am not sure if i recommended this before like it's gonna happen at some point like we've been doing this for years (laughs) we're gonna repeat recommendations uh it's a show called ozark season three came out that's why i'm recommending it now um we just watched the the last episode like a couple hours before um we started recording uh it ended with a bang uh <laughs> that's a spoiler i'm gonna cut this out um it was an incredible season and in my opinion uh, if you haven't seen it like ozark is probably one of the best uh tv shows uh you know that is going on today did i oh my god so <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> real-time follow-up, Kevin did some detective work. And in fact, I did recommend Ozark, um, September 23rd of 2018. So, you know, hey, uh, here it is. It happened, people. We, we did it. Uh, it's it's a show. Uh, it, it's directed and acted by uh, Jason Bateman. He is incredible in it. Like, season one was incredible. That's probably the one I recommended. Season two was good. Maybe not as good as one, but good. Season three, like, it picked up again. Like, it's up there. I'm not sure if it's better than season one, but it's really, really, really good. Um, I think the first episode of this season is, like, a master class in, like, setting up a season. The fact that, like, how they introduce every character. The fact that in the first episode, all in one episode, they introduced all of the new, like, plot lines for the season and all the subplot lines for that season. Like, it's... It was incredible the way they set it up, <laughs> in a still in an engaging, you know, entertaining way. Um, so yeah, well, I guess I should tell what the show is about. Yeah, Think, that's what uh, I was gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no time for that. Just watch it. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, think, um, think Breaking Bad, but more uh, intellectual, less actiony. Um, 
So it's 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 the okay. You know what? I'm gonna read the the. The little description, Bob, uh, directly from Netflix. Um, a financial advisor drags his family from Chicago to Missouri, Ozarks, where he must launder $500 million in five years to appease a drug boss. That's, uh, you know, money laundering, drug cartel. I'm not really into this life, but I was forced into it for a reason <laughs> or another. Uh, I can't really get out. I have to out. People are trying to kill me. I have to outsmart them. But I'm actually pretty good at money laundering. Hmm. Uh, it's re- it's good. It's good. Nice. Okay. So um, I can tr- yeah. I can try checking it out. Um, I've Check been out. W- trying to like get through Tiger King on Netflix, <laughs> and once I'm done with that, then I'll be on the market for something new to watch. Go for it. I recommended it to my sister because she was like, "Hey, what should I watch?" And uh, so apparently, she started watching it yesterday, and she's on season two already. So oh wow, nice. You know, uh, yeah. Cool. Okay, that's it for the show. Uh, this is a good one. I, I feel good. Uh, this is fun. If you want to tweet at us for any reason, uh, you can tweet at the show. The show is like, I mean, it's us. We'll see it, but <laughs> at Layout FM. Uh, if you want to tweet at me, uh, tweet at Rafahari, and Kevin is at Vernal Kick. And, um, you know, subscribe if you haven't. It's kind of weird if you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed. Do that in your podcast of choice. If you want to be like really cool, like honestly, it's it would be very nice. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Uh, that Ooh. always helps the show. Yes. Even if you don't want to write write a review, I mean that would be incredible. But I understand. Like you know, it takes time. You have to think. Uh, if you don't want to do that, just like give it a star rating. I think you can do that in Apple Podcasts, right? I don't know. How do you say? Yeah, probably. But, you know, it does help the show. Uh, we don't do any marketing. We don't run ads. We don't really do anything. It's just, hey, we make it a show that we enjoy, and hopefully uh, people enjoy listening to it. And so we rely on word of mouth, and uh, some of these reviews uh, help. So, uh, yeah. And also, we're part of the Spec FM network of shows. So uh, there's a lot of shows, uh, design, uh, programming related, and all sorts. So if you're looking for more stuff to listen to, that would be a good place to start. Uh, go to spec.fm. Awesome. Cool. Talk to you next week. Stay Talk safe. to you next Wash week. Your hands. <laughs> Will do. Will do. <laughs> All right. Bye. I'm washing my hands so much. You have no idea. <laughs> it's yeah. not, like washing your hands is kind of a thing where I feel like when this all started, we all learned that nobody knows how to wash their hands really. <laughs> Mm-hmm. correctly and now yeah. it just feels like such a big part of my life <laughs> like i'm guilty i've you know before this thing sometimes i would wash my hands like at home but like i would just you know i don't wouldn't even use soap just like i would just wet my hands mm. <laughs> and, and shake them like yeah that's it that's <laughs> for germs that should do it hey you know what i found out um i found out recently well because of this whole thing that the netherlands is if not the country or one of the top countries in where people don't wash their hands. Like really? Like not just, you know, at home, but you know, in the if you go to like a, a you know, a public bathroom, people don't wash their hands. What the hell? Oh well that's <laughs> everywhere, but do you have actual data? <laughs> I mean yeah, let's see. If you like men's public bathrooms are the worst. <laughs> like I'd say I'd say here about fifty percent of the guys don't wash their hands. You say fifty? Yeah, I think I'd say fifty. Interesting, because that's that's exactly. 
the the number here. Uh, here, the survey uh, the survey claims that only fifty percent of people in the Netherlands wash their hands with soap and water after using the toilet, compared to ninety six percent of people in Bosnia uh, and this country I can't pronounce Herzegovina. Her- what? What about what about in comparison to America? <laughs> Let's see. I would bet America is same or lower. <laughs> so I only, hmm, I'm only looking at a graph in Europe, but so, let's see. So the Netherlands is fifty percent. Uh, France is sixty-two. Um, let's see. Uh, the UK uh, seventy-five. Portugal eighty-five. Go Portugal! Wait, wait a um, minute. And how did you say that they get the that data? <laughs> did I hear that this is a survey? Well, why would you not lie? No, no, why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't you lie? If yeah. someone asks, hey, do you wash your hands? Yeah, of like, course. surely so many people lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I disregard this data. It, like, the real answer must be way higher than what people self-report. So this this survey is actually for, like, how how many liars, you know, are there in a, in a country? Yeah, basically. Um, it's kind of like... Revealed. Dutch are it, least hygienic Europeans. <laughs> I think it was IDO that did a thing on um, people's driving. And basically, they did a survey where they asked people, so how, how on a scale from one to five, how would you rate your driving? And you bet that most people are like, oh, I'm a five, I'm great. <laughs> and then what they did is they actually, like, I don't know exactly how to set it up, but, like, they were, like, went to the side of the road and watched the traffic and actually rated people it's like yeah most people are not a five out of five in terms of of drying they just think they are um so i think it's similar things going on here amazing okay so very unfortunate hopefully now that's 100 yeah i i've heard of the 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 medicine the medical guy in the u.s whoever's in you know leading this coronavirus thing he said that uh someone asked him I only read like the headline in an article, but I think someone asked him uh, what things like you know after all this is done and over, um, what would be like a new things we would change in society, you know, like things we would do differently. Uh, and one of the things that uh, he recommended, whatever he said, like he thinks that people shouldn't uh, do handshakes anymore even after this. Mm, um, interesting, like interesting. I mean, in Europe, and I mean not just in Europe and. A lot of countries, people, you know, kiss on the cheek is common. That's how right. you greet someone. Uh, you know, it's, it's even way more, you know, uh, prone to uh, contamination and stuff than a handshake. Uh, but so, like, yeah, I, it'd be interesting to see the repercussions in, in like, these cultural norms. and, and Yeah, like, maybe... It's a thing that happens just because people are worried about it for a while. But part of me feels like, you know, you have to get a lot of those bacteria just by touching things. You know, because we can not shake hands. But if I touch this desk and you've touched it before, then the same right. thing happens. Like, I, th- I think the the better thing to do is would be people wash their hands way more often, way more thoroughly and try to not touch your face. I think to me, like those are the two biggest things that we should try mm. to take from this. Not shaking I hands. I bite my nails. Eh. I bite my nails. I'm screwed. Oh shit! Yeah. 
this is like maybe 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 it's like a, a you know evolution <laughs> your species will disappear yeah. <laughs> natural selection oh you do well you're out <laughs> no i mean it is what it is you know I, i'm not gonna fight nature it's kind of like that old louis ck skit <laughs> rest in peace um <laughs> that was like you know all the people that have a nut allergy i feel like we, yeah, yeah, if yeah. we just like close our eyes for a year or two like the problem would go away <laughs> as someone who has a nut allergy I've, i i found that funny but even though i know, I know it can be offensive so 